Welcome one and all to this brand spanking new episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast with Joseph and Jordan James. Hello. Today we are going to be talking about the Divine Feminine Mirror. That's where we start and then we go off on masculine feminine polarity in depth. Prepare for your mind to be blown. You might want to get a pen and paper absolutely Um, there's a lot of good shit in this one there's some good notes and some challenging ideas in this one Mm -hmm. but for the best so dig in and enjoy enjoy hello everybody hello and welcome all of you beautiful people out there to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. Yay. I love doing this podcast with you, baby. Me too. Yeah. This is such a fun thing to do. I know. It's become a real highlight of our relationship. I know. I think we need to fix the studio here because we keep looking at each other through our mics. Through our mics. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing various combinations of how we uh, set up the studio here, which is mm. us on the couch. Ayo. So, uh, tonight, everybody, we're going to talk about something that uh, Jordan just mentioned, and I was like, let's do it. But I don't know what we're talking about. I feel like this is a series of <laughs> uh, season three. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about ever, but... <laughs> <laughs> do you like it that way? Uh, yeah, that's fine. I always pull it out. <laughs> There's a joke in there, but there I'm not going to say it. This is a serious podcast this is about relationships, so though. There's no room for jokes. <laughs> Still got that cough. So, the divine feminine mirror. Um, I first heard the term from Lauren Crenn. He's a, a polarity teacher. Mm-hmm. And he might have actually coined the term in general. But it is a... Um, global phenomenon oh shit by global i mean like it applies to all feminine it it applies to like (laughs) the the um well it's also a global phenomenon in the patriarchy too by the way we'll get into that Uh oh man how did he get in he always sneaks in (laughs) he always sneaks in he's in the air we breathe (laughs) that's why that's why we got that cough yeah (laughs) patriarchy hack (laughs) patriarchy (laughs) Uh, okay, so the divine feminine mirror is basically the idea that feminine beings naturally through their energy, um, usually through their body and their body language too, if they're being true to themselves, mirror back to the masculine what is and isn't working. Mm-hmm. What does and doesn't feel good in their body, uh, in the feminine's body, uh-huh. and um, mirrors back. So a lot of times, um, you know, when women think we're we are dramatic or overreacting or things like that, usually it's because we're trying to gaslight ourselves out of just aren't the natural energetic responses to what actually isn't working. Tell us, not to get sidetracked here, but this term gaslighting. I keep hearing it coming up and I don't even know if I really fully understand what it means. The quickest way that I can describe it is it is 
the the belief or you know a part of you trying to convince you that what you feel isn't actually real that so your your experience isn't real because there was a movie called called gaslight or something it, it was in a title of a movie where um the main character did this oh. to somebody else yeah so it, it's called gaslighting because a movie made it famous so it's basically it like someone convincing you that what you're feeling is not true yes yeah that's gaslighting yeah fucking don't do that i know <laughs> yeah i know right? or like blaming you for for, for feeling, feeling the way, way that you feel, feel. yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah okay thank yeah. you for that little side yeah now back to the topic at hand yeah so the divine feminine mirror so um i can i can just tell in my body like when you are in your masculine power my body wants to move like closer to you. So like always. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, right? I mean, you know, not to humble brag or anything, but I'm pretty much always in my sacred masculine power. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to move away from you at this point. <laughs> well, it's broken then. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm humble bragging. What did you say about gaslighting? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's a joke. So, um, yeah, uh, so I can, my body is actually a pretty great gauge. It's a pretty great mirror back to you. If I'm, if I, um, you know, show, show it authentically and communicate what's happening inside of me authentically, the feminine energy is a pretty, uh, clear mirror to, uh, where the masculine is and isn't showing up in his power. Yes, I agree with this. This is part of the uh, the tenets of the connection between the sacred masculine and divine feminine that I'm I'm building the foundation of Ooh, do you want my to say whole more? empire on. Yeah, the um, connection between the sacred masculine's need for challenge and the divine feminine's uh surrender to chaos or no surrender to intuition mm-hmm. is like the polar connection of how what you're describing like is expressed yes because that's one of the the ways that the masculine feminine polarities not only like complement each other but they contrast each other as well because without the polarity then they kind of spiral off into extreme polarities. Mm-hmm. They kind of like, I think of the relationship as like a figure eight or like an infinity symbol where they, yeah, they, they dance are like dancing together in mm-hmm. this, like this loop. Um, and if that loop tends to sway too much to one side, then like the loop just gets further and further apart to where, it loses its polarity. It becomes a singularity. It becomes just a circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. So the masculine becomes self-referencing, and the feminine becomes self-referencing. Referencing. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where extremism comes in yeah. all type of forms when there's not a balance of polarity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's with any polarity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, the 
the sacred oath of challenge for the the masculine to always be striving for things beyond what is here that like penetrative force to go beyond and challenge what is known yes like that is a fundamental energetic force that like empowers the masculine but unguided or unchecked or uninspired or like blind Mm -hmm. that can uh be also very destructive Mm -hmm. and very uh unfulfilling Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times what we'll do is we'll seek conflict for the sake of conflict yeah yes yeah Uh, or i also see it um in the in like the repressed side of it where the masculine does not want to step into challenge where Mm -hmm. yeah where he stays stuck where he stays unmotivated Mm -hmm. um where he will resist challenge yeah i mean it can either be hyper extended or it can be blocked yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense i mean the i think one of the the divine feminine oaths is intuition the 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 ability to see clarity in chaos to be able to to not know but like understand what to do uh-huh. or what's like the path yes and that's the like the best way you can kind of uh describe that relationship between the masculine and feminine is like the muse or the like um oracle oracle mm-hmm. because it's so funny how you know and now Nowadays, when we think, oh, we have like science and mathematics and and cold logic and all this kind of things. And so we can strictly be in our head and make decisions from there. And that's all that we need. Um, All you need is like masculine, uh, masculine logic and and masculine uh, reasoning. And that's how everything is going to get done. Mm -hmm. When in ancient days, like there was a clear understanding that when that failed, because there are limitations to what you can do logically because there are always contrasting logical arguments. And the, and the mystery is always bigger than logic. Yeah, the mystery is always bigger than that. Then you would, you would surrender to the oracle. You would have mm-hmm. to seek out guidance from the divine. Mm-hmm. And well, how was that expressed in ancient days? It was usually through like feminine a feminine creature, mm-hmm. a woman or the crone or, um, you know, the virgin or whatever, mm-hmm. like all these different archetypes that are these feminine expressions of intuition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of want to go back to, um, what you said about how the masculine in his quest for challenge, he can go too far into that and just seek conflict for conflict's sake, mm-hmm. or that can also get blocked and be repressed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is a key place where the feminine mirror, her body picks up on that. And she will, she will, she won't feel safe to open to either one. Mm-hmm. She'll feel safe to open to a centered man centered in his challenge. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is something that um, has been really hijacked by the patriarchy who has, when the feminine is showing him a mirror, the mirror of, you know, what isn't working, where he's gone too far or where he's not in his power, he will make her wrong for that. Mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. and start and start gaslighting her. And so I feel like it's a real burden that a real collective burden that a lot of women hold of not trusting their own mirror because they're afraid of the criticism mm-hmm. and the withdrawal that they're going to get from their partner if they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a unfortunate syndrome of the times. And what's your perspective on like why that exists now? Like patriarchy aside, yes, the patriarchy is the structure that has like promoted that. But what created that? The trend towards this abandonment of the, I mean, the the part of intuition from the divine feminine is that she can be in a part of the chaos mm-hmm. and like that does get expressed in the um, cyclical nature of like feminine expression. Mm-hmm. And so where did we decide that like we need to shut that down and, and demonize that and scrutinize it and shame it and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know if you, I'm not asking you like when, Oh, was my, got to fix the mic. Like when in history did that happen? But like, um, I don't know. What's like, give me your intuition on this, this, this lack of logic. Well, I think it happened when the masculine didn't want to take responsibility for stepping into his power. He just wanted to, um, control things. He, he didn't like part, part of what the feminine does for the masculine is, challenge him mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and so and i so i think i think there is an, an aspect of the immature masculine that's afraid of the feminine challenge mm-hmm. and because of that fear he will make her wrong for challenging him yeah it's it's a very common thing that i see where the you see men like there's all kinds of examples of this all over youtube where you have these like um I don't know, kind of like hustler men archetypes and they'll surround themselves in like these uh, discussion areas with all these different women of various things and then they'll just like propose a question and then just cut it to shreds uh, through logic and through honestly very like limited and close, close-hearted logic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, let me, let me, uh, look at this painting and then tell you how it's wrong through mathematics. Yes. Uh huh. And it's, it's frustrating because it's a very like self-fulfilling prophecy of like when you try to, or when you give an example of like the feminine to try and explain what intuition is, what their like natural instincts are. And then they can't because it's not something that like, fits into a logical explanation of like of a equals b equals c it's a it's a a b c connection mm-hmm. that really can't be it can't be written down in like a mathematical form or like in a system yeah it's I, a human expression of like yes feeling. yes i've been saying this a lot today actually that our mind which is usually more masculine energy sees life as a math problem and our heart, which is usually more feminine energy, 
uh, experiences life as poetry. Mm -hmm. And so it's like we live in a society where the mind is so it is honored as like the truth, the right way that the the wisdom of the heart and seeing like the wisdom of seeing life as poetry gets really exiled. Mm -hmm. And it, so it's like, it's hard when, when, because those two intelligence centers in us speak completely different languages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there is, you know, to play devil advocates too, there is a lot of um, things where you see, women trying to like embody masculinity through like kind of the shadow side of it through manipulation and um, kind of like, I don't even know how you would describe it, but kind of like um, getting up the upper hand mm -hmm. over the masculine through like masculine tendencies expressed through the feminine. Mm -hmm. And then when men call that out, like they can't really make heads or tails of it. And so it's this thing where it's this, this kind of everyone's trying to like be the, the big dick boy masculine, whether they're a woman or a man. And like it always falls short from the feminine perspective because that's not where their truth comes from. Yeah, that's, that's right. And it, the unfortunate part about that is then it perpetuates this narrative that like, oh, women are full of shit and can't like hold up their end of the bargain mm -hmm. because I can prove them wrong. Yeah, because they're an inferior masculine. Right. And that's the thing where it's just like when women try to be that like better expression of the masculine to someone who is deeply rooted in the masculine, like it won't hold up. And unfortunately, like that for someone deeply rooted in the masculine who can uh, capitalize on them, then it gives them a false sense of power when it's really just this forceful, I'm just going to like keep knocking you down because mm -hmm. I know I can. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to find another example of this, stand it up and knock it down. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of the like the, the King Kong uh, will come around and be like, oh, look at this city. I'm just going to stomp all over it and then be like, look at this next city. I'm going to stomp all over that too. And it's it's really frustrating because it's, it, it like I said, it perpetuates this narrative that like the chaos of the feminine is because they're like, they're, they're crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's... It's just tough because um, that to try and like explain that to, you know, left centered men who have all they've ever experienced or who have like a bitterness towards the feminine and can only see that narrative, which logically makes sense to them. Mm -hmm. uh, to get them to change the perspective on that is basically is kind of telling them to gaslight themselves mm -hmm. when you don't have like an ulterior. It's one of those things also that like you can't do from just showing someone an example because like experiencing the feminine, experiencing a woman deep in her feminine power has to be experienced. Mm -hmm. Like 
that energy has to be experienced in real life. Mm-hmm. And there's just not a lot of that out there. Yeah. Well, and I, I, of course there isn't because we live in a society that only values the masculine. Like, and, and what the feminine can do for the masculine, like the masculine is centered. And so I don't, I don't blame women for trying to meet, to beat the masculine at their game because they're, they're, they're terrified of being feminine. Cause if they are in their feminine and their true feminine power, they're not going to be taken as seriously. Like the, the way to get to the top of a CEO thing is to be masculine. Like if, if we think practically, so, um, I, I think the next wave of feminism needs to be women stepping into their feminine power. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that, that's, this is what I wanted to say about the divine feminine mirror is that there, there's a disconnect when the feminine is in her true power and she is showing a mirror to, I mean, that, I don't know if I want to get too into this, but when, when she's showing a mirror to the masculine of where he's out of balance and he doesn't want to see it, like in our patriarchal society, he will stomp her out and she just will not be heard ever because of his refusal to see she will be made wrong for being in her feminine power. So I don't blame her for trying to be in her masculine power more. But uh, what our society needs is more men that honor the feminine in her power, that honor um, feminine values. They don't have to take on feminine values. We need masculine men, but we need masculine men that, that honor feminine wisdom Mm -hmm. and that have the wherewithal to um believe the oracle of women and we need more women that are willing to challenge men not from a masculine to masculine standpoint but from speaking the truth of their feminine power and their mirror Mm -hmm. and even when the world calls them crazy for it for them to trust that um, that's that's actually the gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That they are actually doing the masculine a, a service because the feminine doesn't do the masculine any service if she withholds her mirror from him. Because, I mean, like just like women, we can't really see ourselves or feminine creatures can't really see ourselves. Masculine creatures also can't really see ourselves. It's just a part of hu- of human nature. Like we need each other to, slow each- to show each other our blind spots. Right. Yeah. No, it is. It's. It's a responsibility of both polarities to to find that centered approach because from the masculine perspective especially through sacred masculinity like the power that they hold needs to be in check through the responsibility of understanding what that power can do mm-hmm. and not abusing it mm-hmm. because that's part of the the truth of sacred masculine expression is the ability to have that power but to use it in a responsible way for the betterment for 
for service to the world. Mm-hmm. Because there's this balance now where, or this, this out of balance now where service has become so uh, internalized and kind of mutated out of not service in, in the sense of I'm going to improve myself. I'm going to serve myself so that I can be the best version of myself. It's I'm going to serve myself so that I can, I can shield myself from any criticism or any uh, negativity from the world mm-hmm. and dominate the world through that. Mm-hmm. It's this paranoid delusion of the tyrant where if I can if I can control the world, then the world, the chaos of the world will never touch me. Yes. And that, that, that is the patriarchy. That's the ideology, the ideology of the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy making for women. It's crazy making for men. It's crazy making for men too. Like, yeah, trust me, there is, there's a lot of masculine parts override. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The patriarchy does men no favors either. Not in the way that they can see. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, it's, it's one of these, these weird things about, you know, how you can get lost in this weird narrative and think that you are free. And mm-hmm. think that you are expressing your freedom and your superiority. This is the weird thing about um, when masculinity becomes augmented to have to be this like superior. Yes. This like superiority doesn't come because of like your tyranny. Superiority becomes because you embrace the truth of what it is to be the best version of yourself oh that's so good yeah superiority is not this i'm better than you it is i am the best expression of myself and i expect you to be the same yes oh that's so good so good yeah and like that is a commonality that can be shared i mean that's part of the fundamentals of like the sacred oath of camaraderie is that accountability for men, but it is also an expectation for polarity as well for, I think in a more healthy expression of the connection between the sacred masculine and the divine feminine, that we do expect each other to be the best versions of ourselves and to always do our best. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that is a dance that never ends. Mm Mm-hmm. Like uh, I I heard today somebody saying that their partner was like, I'm, I just don't know when it will ever be enough for you. And like to me that there's, there's a few threads that need to be untied there. It, mm-hmm. One of them is that this doesn't end. Like, yeah. like one thing about the feminine is she will always want more. Yeah. She will, will always want more. And, the masculine sense of his enoughness cannot come from the feminine. Exactly. That is the, the, the tyranny of codependence of if I, if you're never satisfied, then I'm not enough. Yes. And, and it's a sign that 
uh, he can look at is like to me that's still a a relationship with a dynamic a relationship dynamic of a mother son mm-hmm. where the son is expecting his mom to tell him that he's good enough now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's that that isn't a grown up that isn't a grown up conversation to have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that is that dynamic right there especially that that challenge from the 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 divine feminine to always to stay open and always be expecting to receive more mm-hmm. you know that ability of uh, that div- that divine feminine oath to reception to always be open to receive more that is the challenge for the sacred masculine to always strive for that challenge to be more mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah and, that, the, and the sacred that, masculine that push and pull relishes at that challenge yeah because it's there's there's a lot to unpack with this so much too because where people get this all mixed up and where it it falls apart is that we are so stuck in our our trauma patterns of mm-hmm. I never was enough, and so therefore, if you want for more from me, that means that you don't value what I give you, and all this, all that yes, kind of shit. Yes, yes. And it gets played on the other side too, of like motherhood mentality of like, oh, I always have to be doing so much for you because you can't handle yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's 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 not a good setup for this to work on either side through how we've been parented and how we've been taught and you know old grandfather patriarchy thrown in his two cents too doesn't help Mm -hmm. um and so yes people are unfortunately set up to fail at this with the tools that they have right now yes yeah and folks if you're listening to this and being like what is the fucking point of this conversation it's because we want to change this for people because it can be better yeah there there can be a connection a reality exists where uh as a feminine creature you get to step into the the your own oracle you get to trust your divine mirror that is that is happening naturally you get to trust how you feel you get to express how you feel and that gets to be honored by your partner and your partner can relish the masculine being can relish in that challenge and can can honor her for her oracle and believe her for her oracle and be mm-hmm. better for it and be a stronger man for it mhm yeah and it's tough too because there there is definitely truth to um the pain point of how the masculine receives criticism and that's a tough one to um get around because criticism is so soaked with usually shame mm-hmm. or manipulation that like actually getting challenging feedback instead of criticism is something that doesn't happen. 
Yeah. So this actually might be really good for um, me to learn and get clear about, you know, when I'm feeling those things in my body, what, what are the ways that I can express that to you? The best ways to actually express it. And what are the worst ways to express it? So this is where I think nonviolent communication is a really important thing where you can express what is true to you of, I feel this way when you do that and not so much of stop like you're an annoying person because you, you are this way. Yes. Like when you own what your own internal feelings, because this is the thing that oftentimes nobody's taught. Nobody understands is that you cannot control the outside world. You cannot control what your partner does. You can only control your interpretation and your actions that you do to express your feelings yes you can't even really control your own feelings you can just be with them and experience them and have the awareness to choose how you express that yes and so yeah say your your partner does something that you don't like they don't clean up you know their laundry or whatever mm-hmm. you can express how it makes you feel unvalued or you it it frustrates a part of you that they don't value keeping cleanliness or whatever but like it's how you express what it means to you th- how your par- your partner's actions yeah, yeah yeah that's a really jumbled way of doing that but you no th- through i feel statements i right when when i even like not even when you do this like when i see you do this i mm-hmm. feel this like to yeah. to yes. really own it as exactly. like this is the mirror that i'm experiencing this is yeah. all on me this is what i'm experiencing yeah. i'm not making it, it, that mean anything about you but like this is the truth of what i'm experiencing and i think it's important for you to know and then it comes with the <coughs> i mean ladies like this is this is you kind of have to dip into masculine energy too, but like men are promoted by accountability and accountability is I see you not being your highest self mm-hmm. and I expect you to do better. Mm-hmm. And I think you expect yourself to do better mm-hmm. setting that high standard and then reminding them, that they deserve to be at that high standard. Mm-hmm. That's what accountability is. Mm-hmm. Not you're a piece of shit because you don't do this mm-hmm. or because you don't do this thing for me yes. or um, yeah. Yes. The, oh, that's so good. Because there, there is a, it's very, easy to slip into lowering your standards when you can't connect with what feelings with what challenging feelings you can't make sense of Mm -hmm. to hide from that pain oftentimes lowering your standards is the only way you can avoid that yeah but there is always that spark of you know you can do better that is a very powerful statement to Mm -hmm. say to a man Oh, yeah. Like, I know you can do better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because what it is, is it it invokes the challenge. It invokes the camaraderie. And it invokes the the need to be truthful to 
what they believe in themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's good shit. But it has to be it 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 also has to be done in a way that is not like patronizing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Like nobody likes to be patronized. Yeah. Nobody who is not a child likes being treated like a child. Mm-hmm. And you do not you you give away your power to influence people when you judge them and then criticize them off of your judgments. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot help someone improve themselves by judging them. Yeah, that's right. And like I'm going to that's coming from the fucking horse's mouth here because judgment <laughs> is a huge huge part of my inner world that I have come to grips with. I have parts that will always be judgmental mm-hmm. and some that are just cruelly judgmental. But I know that like I will not be able to be an influential force in the world if I come at people from that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for, for women and for, for me, the check that I've always got to do too is when I'm communicating something with you, um, especially if it's feedback, like challenging feedback I've got to check is my heart open to you because if Mm -hmm. I'm communicating that feedback with my heart closed I'm actually communicating that from my mind which is my masculine Mm -hmm. and that feedback is going to be different from masculine to masculine like it's it's not gonna land the same yeah that is vitally important yeah say more about why well uh, you know there (laughs) There is when it's feminine masculine connection, like the the masculine is empowered by the openness of the feminine mm-hmm. heart. And so receiving that feedback, that challenging feedback from an open hearted feminine energy is it pulls the masculine to penetrate that energy. It Ooh. literally pulls it. Ooh. It Do is, you hear that women? <laughs> I know it's scary as fuck, but keep your heart open when you're communicating to him. Because it also is an invitation for men, we're just going to generalize here, for men who are more dominant in their masculine energy to also open their heart. Yeah. It is an invitation for them to reach into their anima and open their heart to drop from their head to receive that in their their deepest heart because then they can find the courage to face that challenge. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. God damn. I right. hope y'all are taking notes cause this is some good shit. <laughs> yeah. This is powerful speak right here. <laughs> and if it doesn't make perfect sense, everyone that's fine too, because this is no one teaches this in school. <laughs> this is a little bit different than even like, Uh, contemporary way people talk about energy yes yeah and like if you have questions on this please reach out yeah let us know we would love your questions Mm -hmm. we'd absolutely love your questions um like especially if you have a question of a practical example of this too i'll give a practical example of of when you did this because this was an interesting chapter in our life when we um, we're in Eastern Oregon heading back from that trip. And we kind of had that conversation of like time to evolve or not mm-hmm. because you did this in, um, I think a pretty, uh, 
pretty good way where you, and you did this interestingly enough from kind of more of your masculine perspective of holding me accountable uh, because you were kind of in a masculine phase to like get your shit going. Yeah. It was interesting of your masculine was laying the groundwork to open deeper for your feminine to express. You're having a little bit of your own internal masculine feminine Mm -hmm. polarity there. Yep. And my masculine was stuck in a lot of fear and judgment and um, unwillingness to like face the challenge. Mm. And it was very much a like, I'm moving forward with this and I expect you to like do the same because you know you deserve better. (laughs) It was very, it wasn't those exact words, but it was pretty much that exact same Mm -hmm. message. And like the, the challenging thing too is that like, challenging feedback you have to hang in the tension of that too because it has to it has to sink in and like there is a surrender that needs to happen yeah and and there are parts of you that will resist it at first yeah there definitely are mm-hmm. um but the conversation i had in that within my own self was god damn it like i know that she's right and I know that this is what I need to do, but I don't know what I need to change. Yes. Yeah. And like that discussion often comes from the surrender of the heart. Yes. To seek for the masculine, a lot of times that surrender is to seek what is the free, what is the thing I need to do to free, to ensure my freedom, mm-hmm. to ensure that I keep to the sacred oath of freedom. Oh, that's good. Because usually where we, from the masculine perspective, when we get in these things, we're stuck in a prison of our own making. Yes. Whatever it is. And often we have to find the key. Yes. Um, I was just listening to David White talk about this phenomenon um, last night. He was saying how when we're stuck like this and we, we, are trying to find the key the key doesn't usually come and like this is the next task to do you know this is you know Mm -hmm. these are the next steps for your step forward it's more of a he he said like it's more of a gravitational pull towards something Mm -hmm. it's more it's it is it first speaks to the language of your heart uh it's it's more of like um a a curiosity towards something Mm -hmm. um it's more of like you can see some mountains on the horizon and you don't know exactly what they are yet, but like a willingness to feel your way toward them. Mm -hmm. And as they become more clear, then the actual practical, logical math problem steps will become more clear too. Mm -hmm. Yes. It, it, It often is kind of its own little journey because sometimes like it does take literal meditation and like, Offering your palm up to the universe and waiting for the key to drop into your hand. Yes. Oftentimes you can't think your way out of it. Like pretty much all the time you can't think yeah, your way out of no. it. That, um, that's why I've heard people talk about how why silence is such an important discipline for the masculine. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it stops the the conversation of their own masculine to listen for a key that they don't yet know you know to for them to come to understand something they don't yet know Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, finding the keys to your own prison from the masculine perspective does, it takes surrender. Yes. And like that is where the feminine who has an oath to surrender can be a extremely powerful companion. Yes. And I think that, I think that is what the divine feminine mirror is showing him is an, is an invitation of where he needs to surrender. That is like in its fullest power, one expression of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I, I think about this too. There, this is a kind of a cheesy example, but I think it's a really clear example of um, if you've ever seen the movie 300, which is, I think, a pretty great movie, even though it's. We should know, watch that again. We should watch. There's a point where uh, King Leonidas is like having his counsel with his wife, and he's like, you know, I know these corrupt politicians are not going to do anything about this, but I'm bound by the law but I know what I need to do and I, I can't decide what to do. And his wife, the queen comes to him and asks, do not ask what a king would do. Ask what a free man would do. And you can see when he's just like, fucking thank you. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. Yeah. Right. It's that, that it builds polarity Mm -hmm. because it is, that was her offering a surrender mm-hmm. of you need to lay down the title of king because a king will not solve this. You need to literally seek your own sacred masculine advice of what would a free man do. Mm-hmm. And a free man will choose what he knows is correct. Yes. And will do that unbounded. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I know. Some good shit. Oh, I like that little smile you got going on over there. (laughs) Because you can't deny it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Feminine mirroring. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, how can can the ladies, like, get more of that? Well, um, to... So often women, feminine creatures are tied up in codependency where they are gaslighting themselves out of their own needs and, and sometimes so out of touch with their own needs that they don't even know. Mm-hmm. I've been there big time. And it's, it is hard to make your way out of that when um, your partner doesn't value your needs either. Yeah. Um, or, or when you're communicating something that's not working for you, um, when your partner is making you wrong for that. Mm-hmm. And because the just like the wound of the masculine is not being enough, the wound of the feminine is not being too much. Or is or it being, being too much. Too much yeah. yeah. And um, so what what the feminine needs to do is claim and own her muchness. Because she will be too much for the masculine. Mm-hmm. That's the point. She challenges him. Mm-hmm. And she should always be that challenge. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And so so for women to stop trying to play small to fit to so she doesn't challenge her masculine partner. Challenge him. The wounded masculine needs an insecure woman that that doesn't know what she wants or needs, so she won't ever challenge him. Yeah. 
the sacred masculine needs and has a standard to have a, a, a partner who will challenge him, who he mm-hmm. can trust to challenge him. Mm-hmm. And so um, be that challenge and women, feminine creatures, find <laughs> better ways to communicate your mirror that don't make him wrong for mm-hmm. what that, that or that aren't projecting anything onto him and instead are, are like learn how to become a clean mirror of when I see this happening, this is how I feel and learn how to communicate that with an open heart. So he can actually, he, it, you know, learn to communicate your mirror in a way that actually invites him to listen to it mm-hmm. and invites him to, yeah, penetrate the space that it creates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I think that's the task of the feminine. Yes. What's and the task of the masculine? Yeah, the task of the masculine is to embrace that challenge for the powerful mm-hmm. thing that it is. Because oftentimes we can be heading down a path that we think is true challenge. And this expression from the feminine of their own challenge to us can reorient to be like, wait, no, like this, this intuition that I'm receiving is real wisdom. Mm -hmm. And when it comes from an open heart, like I said, it allows the sacred masculine to open his heart as well Mm -hmm. to seek the courage Mm -hmm. to embrace it Mm -hmm. and like that the the need for the masculine is to embrace and like accept that the the chaos of the feminine is is needed that's where her power lies yes and to remember to see the divine feminine for what it is and not what not as an inferior masculine not what you want it to be Mm -hmm. because seeing the seeing the feminine as an inferior masculine is 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 just a pure like short-sighted judgment yes and it's it's force driven of domination Mm -hmm. and unwillingness to unwillingness to accept the challenge yes Mm -hmm. to step into your highest truth yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah oh that's good that is good Mm -hmm. and also for both sides like I don't know. Remember to see each other as human beings. Yes. Like that, that above all else will make all of this much smoother. That's right. Yes. Do not objectify each other as the enemy. Yes. Or as the, the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is another thing that I wanted to say, because sometimes it's hard for when, when trauma gets involved, it can be hard to, to, have a clean mirror when you're expecting your partner to be your savior when he is the salvation fantasy he's the dad you never got to have or he's the 
the one that is going to make everything right. Like if, if you are projecting that onto him and then every time he, he fails to be that for you, you know, making him wrong for that, that is an expression of trauma. But when you can, when you can see him for the human that he is, um, and you don't need him to be anything different for, for you to be okay in yourself, you might need things to be different in a partnership that works for you. You know, like that's okay. But like, if you are, if you need him to be a certain way in order for you to feel good about yourself, like that, that is where you've got to take a look and do some healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what, that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Like the, the divine feminine mirror is going to, is something that is you see him as his human ass self, a whole separate person who has the power to leave at any time. And, and he's not wrong for that. Um, but you are offering this mirror to him as a gift for him to come into more of his power. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that this sparks in me is the, this mirror is a way to honor his need to be free. Oh, say more. Yeah. The, the sacred masculine oath to freedom is, I don't get this mixed up people. This is not a, a call for like, you know, promiscuity or lack of responsibility or any of that. It's the deep seated root to be unbound as a man to not be imprisoned or to be held. It's basically to, to be sovereign. Mm-hmm. That's a very important thing for the sacred masculine. But when, because this, this is kind of the connection between um, surrender, the, the feminine oath to surrender and the sacred masculine oath to freedom is that the more the feminine can surrender to that need, the more that the freedom of the sacred masculine will be to be, to seek freedom through connection. Mm -hmm. It may not make perfect sense because we always try and we, there's a lot of, there's a lot of wordplay here that has to have a deeper meaning. Yeah. Um, And you have to see, you can't see this from surface level. You have to like feel this because that's one of the things of the, the surrender of the feminine creates that pull. Like that is the, the majesty of the divine feminine is she creates that pull of energy mm-hmm. for the masculine to penetrate. And when he is free to do that, he will naturally be magnetized towards yes. that surrender. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So to offer that mirror as an invitation, not as a, you know, do this or I will withdraw my love from you. Yeah. If it's an admonition, admonition, no. Yeah. Admonishment. Yeah. If it's an admonishment or a threat. (coughs) Yeah, or a threat. A threat. uh, No, a threat will be met with hostility. Yeah. But if it's a, if it's an honoring of you are creating your own prison, you are, you are not allowing yourself to be free mm-hmm. by what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I expect you to do better to keep yourself free so that I can surrender deeper to 
your power uh-huh. so that you can experience mine. Oh, I can, uh, my body's coming alive as you say <laughs> that. Yeah. And like, this is a hard conversation to have because there's so much connotation around surrender needing to be this like person who's dominated and all this kind of stuff. No, no, no. It, it has nothing to do with dominance. Mm-mm. No. This is connection. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, uh, so, is so I can open my heart wider to you. Yeah. This is where in relationship, like masculine and feminine polarity draws you closer together in real companionship. Mm-hmm. Because you both need and get exactly what is needed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. There you go, folks. There's some some uh, inner inner physics energy work right there. Mm-hmm. Basically, be good to each other. Yeah, and like and above your all, best. yeah, I love what you said about see each other as human. That is absolutely like because, above all, like yeah. we have to see each other as humans, and we ha- because. That is where love really comes from. Love is not this uh, codependent fairy tale bullshit. Mm-hmm. Love is seeing and meeting someone where they are and choosing them, anyways. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes, 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 yes. Even if, like, who that person is and where they are is, like, in the dumpster or the worst person in the world, mm-hmm. but you still choose them. Like that is love. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you have to. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to allow. No, what's the word? Like, if they're doing bad shit, you don't have to approve of it. Mm-hmm. You can still. But like, that's that's the, that's like where the deepest expression of love is. Where it's like, I don't approve what you're doing but I'm meeting you where you're at. Yes. And I still choose you. Yeah. Well, and, and also like sometimes the most loving thing you can do for somebody is set boundaries with them. Absolutely. Because that is you stepping into your power. And when you set boundaries with them, that's an invitation for them to do the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They might not, they may or may not take you up on that invitation, but like you, this is, this is so often people like, especially when they're first learning to set boundaries, they will close their heart as they set boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, setting bound, like love is being able to set boundaries with an open heart mm-hmm. and hang in that tension. And it can take a lot of like healing to be able to get to that place. But like, I want you to keep that as a data point in your mind. Like that, that is the goal to learn, to set boundaries with an open heart. Mm-hmm. Hmm. so yeah there you go there's a podcast everyone there's a podcast <laughs> yeah cool no this was great great conversation yeah it feels good to really uh sink deeply into these what do i want to even call this this like um kind of this this ethos that we're building around mm-hmm. ethos and logos. Eco- yeah. It's the like e- the, the exactly. dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, around sacred masculinity and divine fem- femininity. Yeah. I think this is, 
this is the answer to what do we do about our modern struggles. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And like it dips a big spoonful out of more ancient and more traditional values, but it also is not going to be limited by them. Oh, hey, you are dropping some serious bombs. Well, that's it's I mean, so good. God damn it. This is, I think this is what I'm here to do. This is the, I think the challenge so too. That, that is laid before me. Yeah. So listen up, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Final thoughts there, Jordan James. I I think I shared all my final thoughts. I feel complete. I feel pretty good too. So be good to yourselves out there, everybody. Yeah. Take care of yourself first. Oh, I also final my actual final thought is okay. don't forget to see yourself as human too. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Okay. Do good out there, humans. Love you all. Love you guys, and we'll blow your minds again next time. Mm-hmm. Mwah. Thanks for listening to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. If you enjoyed this content, we've got a great way for you to find some more content. Yeah, so we've got bonus episodes and live Ask Me Anythings and some awesome merch available for our Patreon supporters. If you want to learn more, you can check that out at patreon.com slash the heart is a muscle. If you'd like to connect more with Joseph, you can find him on Instagram and Facebook at the one and only Joseph. That's T-H-E, the number one, A-N-D-O-N-L-Y-J-O-S-E-F. Yay. Yay. If you want to connect more with me, Jordan, um, you can find me on Instagram uh, at just Jordan James. I spell my name J-O-R-D-I-N. So at just Jordan James. See you there. See you later.